Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, so thing, uh, I have to offer a correction. To last to the last episode within the first five seconds. I know this is important. We can't just let this go. It's been weighing on me, Kate. Really? Like a weight. Is it like something you you're rating? You want to change it now or? No. Oh God. <laughs> my opinion, <laughs> darling. My opinions don't change. Oh, is this no, about no. a fact that you got wrong? Yes. Except it was not. A, it was a rumor I got wrong. Oh, is this the Nixon? It's Nixon, baby. It's always Mr. Nixon. So remember I said little Dickie Nixon, as a child, was was in this book, and there was a rumor about that. Uh-huh. And but then, but um, it's the old man that kind of looks more yeah, like Yeah, you saw my tweet on this, didn't you? Yes. As you can see, and I have brought the book uh, here, in fact, the rumor is, in fact, that, uh, that Robert Munch saw Nixon, saw his profile, remembered it, and then drew it, for this dad, not boy, dad in the duck boat. Oh. And uh, and so here's you can see, here he is right here. That's not as fun. I wanted him to be the bratty kids. I much boat. preferred that as well. Um, this makes equally no sense, because where would he have seen Nixon? I guess Nixon would have been around, but aren't we talking like 1941? I don't even know. Why is but, Nixon on a swan boat anyway? Well, he loves swans. I am making stuff up. I don't know why he's on the I mean, swan. If we're I don't start know. Rumors, let's Maybe just... he's. Fr- I knew he was a Quaker. Really? Quakers love swans. <laughs> yeah, no, he was a Quaker. He was our only Quaker uh, president. Interesting. Yeah, fight, fight, interlight, kill Quakers, kill. He took that to heart. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on. So <laughs> yes, but you know, I I can guarantee it's you. It's not really a correction if it's a rumor. I mean, you're just. It was a corrected rumor. I got the rumor wrong. I felt bad about if that. If it's still a rumor, it's still not true, so... I know. Technically, right, right now, people are like, that's what she corrects, and not the <laughs> literally hundreds of other things she's gotten wrong that are factually incorrect. I'm like, Meh. eh. I was really worried about the Nixon one. Yeah. So, but don't worry. There is, I can guarantee you, zero Nixon in this week's book. Oh. There is, there is no hint, there's no tincture of, uh, of Tricky Dick. Should we introduce ourselves before we jump in? No! Yes. Uh, so who's who's you? I'm Kate. Who's me? Elizabeth. Okay, we're going to go with that. I will also go by Betsy. Uh, and yes, we or have... Or Fuse a, 8. Or Fuse 8. Or Fuse number 8. Uh, yes, or a Fuse number 8 production, but that's not a very catchy yeah. moniker. So. I'd rather go with Elizabeth. Yeah, okay. I, I would, as well, actually, admittedly. Uh, yeah, and what do we uh, what do we do here? Uh, we discuss uh, apparently Nixon yeah. and Swan Boats. Yes. And All uh, true. and children's books. Yes. And children's picture books. Specifically true. And whether they're cool or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, you can be cool and not classic. We talk about if they're if they're classic. Can if they deserve a, to be classic. Wait, can you be a classic and not cool? Oh oh yeah. Have we done a book that, that we was, deemed... that we called classic but that was not cool? Yeah. Well, how do you define cool? Yeah, I mean, 
I'd have to go through the list, but I know, I know there's something out. I mean, it's Goodnight Moon really cool. Did we make that a classic, by the way? Of course. Okay. Well, is it cool? Like, Goodnight Moon. It's so hip. It's kind of cool because it's got that ghost. Okay. And right? it's got that weird color scheme. Yeah. Which is very mod. Right. In, a, in, a, in an era where none of those colors ever were put on walls and floors. So, yeah, yeah, I would call that a cool book. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm going to, no, you know what, I'm now I'm challenged. I'm going to go through every book we did, and I'm going to see which ones are not cool. I know we've done a not cool After book. I read the book, you're going to come back and tell me? Yeah, okay. actually. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go to my list. Okay. But this week, I think, I okay, I'm not going to give anything away with this week's book. Well, you had said last week that you were going to find a book that we'll be very divisive on, because the past couple books we've been very... Yeah, uh, neck and neck with our well, ratings. but I also said that I wanted to do an obscure Caldecott award winner, right? Oh, yeah, right. And so people sent in some really nice suggestions. Um, for example, uh, there was there was Misty, and Misty came up with oh my gosh, like Miley, Song of the Swallows, Nine Days to Christmas, Duffy and the Devil, Shadow. Uh, she mentioned Smoky Night, um, though I think some folks would understand why I might issue that one. Uh, so thank you very much, Misty. Those were fantastic suggestions that I took none of um, for this week's book. <laughs> Not because they weren't good suggestions, but because I stumbled on this, and it's, this is so cheating. It's not even an award winner. It's an honor. But there's this honor book. And I read it to my kids fairly regularly. And the more I read it, well, you'll just have to see for yourself. Um, it's, it's, so the question is, it, it, it came out uh, in 1961. It was republished like five years ago in a bright new edition where it was re like brighter colors were put on the illustrations. Are you going to show me both? Uh, no, you don't deserve both. Aww. Uh, no, <laughs> I should, I there's really no point to the original one, but for the new one, here it comes. Drum roll, please. The Fox went out on a chilly night. By? Peter Spire. Sure. And, um, <laughs> Half the time you say the last day, I'm just going to say, sure. Yeah. And uh, and you actually mispronounced the title. I did. The uh, fox went out on a chilly night. No, no, no. It said, it's supposed to be read, oh, the fox went out on a chilly night. So that's how you have to read that. And uh, yeah, so here's here's the book. You're just going to, and it's, uh, you're going to love it. It's it's autumnal. Uh, it's full of, it's full of carnage. Cool. And, and, and. I mean, and, I like and, autumnal and I, I like this, this, uh, the ink. Yep. The pen and the... Yep. I like the drawings. Yeah. It's a, it's a lovely, lovely bloodbath. So what? enjoy that. Nothing. Go on. It's good. While Kate's doing a read, let's talk a little about Peter Spear. Peter Spear. Peter Spear. Peter, 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 Peter Spear. He was Dutch born. Uh, his father was Joe Spear, uh, a great artist um, that none of us in America know. Uh, he was also Jewish. And during the Second World War... Uh, he and his father were two of nine prisoners of the Via Buccina, uh, who were later imprisoned in, and I, I do forgive me for this because this is a little difficult to pronounce, but I believe it's pronounced, uh, Terencindiet. And, uh, yes, the things that you learn about Peter Spear and his family. Who knew? 
And we're back. Hello. Hello. Okay, so I did come up with three books that I thought um, we had made classics and that weren't cool. And then you looked them up and turned out none of them were in fact classics. No. So then you came up with three books yeah. that we did say were classics and that you don't think are cool. No. All right, we're going to go through these. Number one, uh, Peter Rabbit. I don't think Peter Rabbit's cool. Peter Rabbit's super cool. No. He's, 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 he wears cool clothes. No, he, gets, he doesn't. He, he almost gets the, killed. He takes them off. It's Betsy. cool to almost get killed. Nudity is cool, and nudity is totally cool. I don't know. All right. Well, then the next one you have is Magic Pebble. Magic Pebble, man. Aside from nudity, which just goes with the story, uh, the pigs and there are the cops. That's, that's cool. That's not cool. That's a comment. That's, that's a comment on the times. Okay. But the third one I might have to back you up on, in spite of the fact that he's got red spats, which are pretty cool, but in spite of that, I would kind of agree, caps for sale. Not so cool. It's not cool. No. No. But the design is kind of cool. The colors are kind of cool. And that weird flatness to the But I wouldn't the say buildings. the book itself no. is, a, is a cool classic No. Book. Hey, kids. And that was a right down the line, just yeah. barely a classic. That was a just barely so. a classic. All right, we're going we're gonna to let that one stand. Right. I, can, I, can, I can agree with you on that one. But then this book comes along. And uh, I don't know if you're going to think it's cool or not, but it, but it sure is a thing. Yeah, I don't know if cool is the word. It's something, though. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at this title page, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Look at all these owls. It's mm-hmm. nighttime. It's so autumnal. With all these different, like... Well, that's another reason I chose it. Is it we're, we're turning into fall right now. I this will... is a perfect autumnal my book f- to welcome the fall. Yeah, my favorite thing is when leaves change, and this is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that there's a fox eating a goose. He's not eating the goose. He's transporting the goose by the neck. The goose is not happy. No, the goose is well and truly alive. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to put on your title page. Um, it's just a sign of things to come. Well, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know I'm that. I'm just like, that's a screwed up thing to put on your title page. Yeah, well, wait till you see the back cover. So, you start with, um, gosh, I really want you to sing this entire book. I could do it, too, and I would do it. Do you want to just hear, like, how it goes? Just, like, like the, the beginning? first verse. Yeah. Oh, the fox went out on a chilly night. He prayed to the moon to give him life, for he'd many a mile to go that night before he reached the town, oh. Town, oh, town, oh, he'd many a mile to go that night before he reached the town, oh. That's pretty much the entire tone for the whole thing. Uh, some people prefer the Burt, the Burl Ives, I think it was Burl Ives version. Uh, I prefer the Peter, Paul, and Mary version. Huh. So that's what I'm doing. Though they do a lot of special, like, sound effects, because they didn't mind the quack, 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 and their legs all dangling down, oh, and then they start going, quack, 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 and that's, that kind of takes me out of it so i can see why people would not like that one yeah interesting i just love the fact that the foxes know how to properly decorate a front door I they mean... but not only that but they are i think he's actually in prayer there right oh, yeah. Yeah. well yeah he's praying he's got to little, the moon he's got his little pauses together because i have a real thing for foxes i love foxes um so this he's book... praying to the moon to give him light like, huh but yeah, you're right. They have decorated their door. It is. And painted their sign that, that says, The Foxes, which apparently distinguishes them from all other foxes and in some way. They have a gaslight, like, light. Well, that's very Lion, yeah. the Witch, and the Wardrobe, having a, a lamppost right there in the in the woods. But, but yeah, so I'm, I'm flipping the pages. I'm looking through. I'm like, wow, this is just beautiful. Yeah, like, and I, well, and isn't it nice that he recolored it to make it so vibrant? Yeah. yeah. 
You've got the uh, the Ichabod Crane Bridge right yes, here. Yes, well, this is New England, uh, so you oh. have to have your covered we'll bridge. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. Um, but I like the fact that it's it's all set at night, mm-hmm. and the moon is so bright that it's casting a shadow from the bridge onto the water, and you can see that it's like a different... Oh, you're right. It, it's like a different shadow, but a different reflected nighttime in the moonlight shadow yeah. on water. I mean, it's hard That's to... That's hard to do. Yeah, it's a, it's hard to do nighttime you, anyway. You've taken issue with, with moons in the past. How does this one stack up? Not bad. It's uh, not like the central focal point. No. In fact, I didn't even realize it was there. Except for one page. Oh, wait, what? In which I'll show you later. I, I, it's, okay. It's I my, don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's my tattoo. Oh, oh whoa, whoa. Mm. All right. So I'm looking through, and then the fox uh, comes across uh, the cemetery, and I'm reading all these <gasps> names, and I'm yeah. like, oh, this is weird. There's two giggle gaggles. There's a Jonah and a Zebedee. Yeah, the Giggle Gaggle clan, clearly well-established. I had no idea. That... You had no idea of what things were to come. You yeah. were actually paying quite a... Oh, wow, that's I, fascinating. I was just like, oh, that's a really weird name. Dude. Yeah, it's a, it's notable. Yes, very. And since this is post-Civil War, I have to assume that some of those Giggle Gaggles died in the war, but all right. Ah, I will show you Oh, that. okay, all right. Just all right. wait, my friend. All right, all right. So we get to the part where the fox says, a couple of you will grease my chin. Mm. I'm like... Goose grease. What? He's gonna what now? A couple of you will grease my chin. Yep. You know, Before I reach this town up. Wait, what? Town up. <clears throat> I read that and I'm like, what? What's yeah. what, what? What's going on now? Yep. What is he gonna do? How? Yep. Um, what's the... Hmm? Interesting. Yep. Okay. And then... Wait. Uh, um... <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Um, okay, so there's... I believe I began this podcast by calling this, quote-unquote, a veritable blood bath but yes continue yeah so the fox is looking at all these geese mm-hmm. and they look terrified one of yes. them's crying for pete's sake i'm pretty sure that's the one he gets two, two because it does crying. not stop crying at any point and, um, and and he's licking his little chops oh did you notice the cat family by the way safely out of range of the hungry fox very smart very smart this is why cats survive and then <laughs> what the hell that is, is going that on? is that is pandemonium Hell breaking loose, the fox goes in for not really the kill, more of the capture. It's disturbing. Yes. Um, because he takes great joy in it. There yeah. is not a moment of, well, I have to do this to feed my family. Right. I know you don't like it. No, 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 no. There's nothing on the fox's face. In this entire book. He's but pure unmitigated. Yeah, he is smiling. And like, Wild. I'm just gonna bite your neck. And the goose is like, excuse me? And it says and... the gray goose. So in the previous picture, they all look yep. gray. But apparently this one was particularly gray. Yes. Which distinguishes it from all others. So I'm on this page and I'm like, what? what? Well, and look what's on his back. The duck. He's somehow, and I'm not, free, I'm, you know, they don't have opposable thumbs. So I'm not sure how the fox is like, Pick you up, throw you on my back, grab you by the neck without dislodging the duck on my back. Oh my gosh. All right. um... And now he's got to transport two alive, irate, waterfowl. I'm not sure if the duck is alive because... It would make more sense if it wasn't. I feel like it passes out like halfway through the ride. And does a duck faint? Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of... Stays well, have you that. ever encountered a, a goose in life? 
Uh, they are angry. They're mean yes. suckers. Like, if it was a goose versus fox, I'm actually not certain that the fox would win, necessarily. But this fox, apparently, strikes nothing but terror in these geese. Because if these geese ganged up on the fox... Right? But Solidarity, people. Apparently, they're not that smart. They're clearly idiots. So, the fox is carrying these two birds through town... Which, for some reason, there's piles of burning leaves in the middle of the oh street. Oh my gosh, they're actually still burning. But no one's around. Uh, no. That's well, weird, Why actually. are there multiple piles <laughs> of burning leaves in the middle of the street and no one is around? I mean, this isn't a Halloween book when they used to burn things. It's weird, That's right? That's strange. I've never seen that before. So then... He's going through town, and there's this statue of this soldier, and you can even see there's, like, a wreath at the bottom mm-hmm. that says, To our brothers. <laughs> but on the statue, it says, Giggle Gaggle. Oh, there you go. So one of them did. And that is a clearly a Civil War statue. 1863. I do not feel this is too long after the Civil War, but... Um, and then you've got, like, a cannon. And, of course, my, my son sees this book and immediately wants to know, Does this cannon work? Why is the cannon there? Who did it belong to? I'm like, I think you're focusing on the wrong theory. The cannon is not the hero of the story, but that is all that he cares. He's like, I want to know more about this cannon. I'm like, no. So we meet old mother Giggle Gaggle. Old mother Giggle Gaggle, as opposed to young Miss Giggle Gaggle. And judging by the time on old father Giggle Gaggle. No, it's John. John. Well, I guess he would. Be. Yeah, it's funny that she unless, he has a name, but she doesn't. But of course, she's calling. Unless his name. he's sleeping in the same bed as his mom. No, that guy's clearly old. Did you see the beer gut on that guy? Okay. Well, yeah, she could be like no, she's obviously no. old too. No, no, no. They're both old. They're both old. If if it was back then, she would have had her child sure. at a very young age, right? Yeah, sure. But so we're thinking maybe a sixteen year age gap, maybe. Yeah, I don't think that's her son. I'm pretty sure that's... It's kind of weird, though, because... She just got... calls her husband John. You don't call your husband old father Giggle Gaggle, you know? Well, no, you would call your son by his first name. You'd also call your husband by his first No, I refuse to think there's anything weird going on in the Giggle Gaggle household. <laughs> really? They're decent people, Kate. No. <laughs> they fought in the war. There's, they lost There's people. some weird psychological issues going on here. There ain't, but look at his fine. watch. It only says it's, like, maybe 11... Well, that's a accurate, right? Like, PM. I mean, in the you know, you'd go just because you didn't want to waste the candlelight, so you'd go to bed when it was dark, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. So she's uh, she jumps out of bed because jumps out of bed. She somehow hears a fox walking. No, I think she hears the geese are like screaming their freaking heads off because geese aren't quiet, and they should be getting their like thing. So First what, of all, they've just all gotten out too. So what what noise does a goose make? Uh, a, a goose makes a sort of a honk, sort of like that. Except that wasn't nasal enough. I'm sorry. I'm gonna try. Honk. Honk. It's a, honk. There we go. There oh, we go. That was it. Thank that you. Was a good that was one. it. That's gonna be my ringtone now. Yeah. Okay. So the, so this is said after after the Civil War because he's got a musket. Yeah. No, it's clearly after the Civil War, but I don't think it's long after the Civil War, which is why I told my son that the cannon still worked. Because <laughs> I don't think it's that long. Because there's no indication of any mechanical anything. Right. And he's got his musket. He's got his musket. He's got his his uh, little thing of gunpowder. Oh, yeah. He's got his little horn of gunpowder. Gun yeah. First the wadding, then the powder, then the shot. Old school. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. And so there then, goes John. Yeah, so now he's running across the field. Raising the alarm. <laughs> I'd say, put that fox is gone. Put your dang geese back before they all go 
Hayward. Well, don't you kind of want to like sneak up on a fox and not alert the fox? Yeah, I'm coming. I'm not... coming. I'm gonna blow this horn well, loud and Well, also I think you'd want a horse. I mean, don't. I mean, fox is fast. It's carrying two birds. To be fair, which so are weighing it down. So why would you let the fox know that you're coming? Yeah, that's a weird. Well, because in fox hunting, you always blow a horn, so maybe he thinks he's fox hunting. Yeah, I don't know. With no horse. But we come to my tattoo. Oh, it's your tattoo. Eh? Eh? So it's with the moon. Uh huh. And you've got these two. What is that? You've got two owls. But Aww. if you look very closely, you can see their their expressions are very different. They they kind of remind me of like the Muppets, uh, the two old guys up in the balcony. They look like Statler and Waldorf to you a little bit. They kind of have that same. Uh, so the really bad pun should come out of their mouths yes. as they watch this scene. <laughs> What do you get when you cross a fox and a goose? What's up? I don't know. Okay. I can't look down. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But, uh, we'll I, work on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, like, if you, gentle reader, have a Statler and Waldorf <laughs> joke that is appropriate for foxes and geese, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I bet there is. One. I I no, just like that challenge. little that little uh, picture yeah. there. Yeah. I've always just you know been distracted by the sheer amount of tobacco leaves that are brought drying here and that are going to be going on auction uh, the next day. Oh, According to that, that see, there's a t- oh, there's a tobacco yeah. lot there. Yep. So imagine you are the goose. Yeah. I at this point I don't like to you, because this you, ain't good. You have been drag, drag, drug, drag, drug, drag, 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 dragged by drag. your neck many miles, many miles to go that night into and many a, miles back into a home. Yeah. That has ten foxes yeah. Yeah. staring at it yeah. with their mouths watering. Yeah. And uh, there is no escape. The duck is not going to help you. The owls were of no help whatsoever. Yeah. And even if they had been, they probably would have eaten you too. It's... This is the last that we see the duck alive. Or the goose alive. Oh, they're both gone. Well, at this point... There's the duck and there's the goose. Now, the plucking, I have always convinced myself the the goose is clearly dead by this point. Because otherwise it would be too horrific. Oh, there's no head. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Because I can take killing a goose, but I can't take plucking a goose while still alive. That, oh, is, no, that no, would no. be it is that uh, would be too it is much de- for the Betsy. It's decapitated. That's fine. But did you notice all the little touches in the home about the fox yeah. silhouettes? They've got a bed. But this is what I don't get. Okay. Why do the parents eat two birds? We I don't know that they eat the, the duck. And the children What are you talking about? There's there's a they know they plucked it, but I think they only prepared the goose. So they gave the I think they kids stored, the duck? No, I think they stored the duck for later. Well, then why did they give, give the kids just bones? Apparently that's all they deserve. That's horrible. And the little ones chewed on the bones, though. Bones, though. Bones, though? Bones, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's screwed up. Well, it is a little screwed up because you see what the children are doing in this final panel here? They're going through, like, the trash. They're going through the trash. So apparently they didn't get enough to eat with just the bones. And there are, what, eight of them? Yeah. Yeah, they probably should have had more than the bones. They should probably try and figure out what happened to that dang duck and just go eat that. But here's the most screwed up part of this entire book. Really? Okay. When you flip the page, you come to the sheet music and the page where the duck, the goose, and all the foxes are surrounding a piano and they're all just singing along this, and I have having a, theory a with jolly this. old time. I have a theory with this. No, I mean, no, 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 no. My theory no. is that this is done to reassure the children 
who were so worried about the goose and the duck earlier, in spite of the fact that we have seen their dead carcasses plucked and devoured by a pack of hungry foxes. What do you call a pack of foxes, by the way? Is there a name for that? I'm sure there is. I'm sure. A scrum. A scrum of foxes. (laughs) I'm just making stuff up now. Why not? Uh, Here they are, folks. They're not hurt. They're fine. They're singing a song with musical accompaniment. No. Yeah. No. I, that's a no. I that's don't, a happy. I, the, that's no, a happy ending. That is Kate. the most screwed up part Trally of this entire la. book. Maybe it's their ghosts. Maybe it's the ghost of the duck and the yes, ghost. Yes, they of are the... very gray. Yeah, <laughs> and it could just be the ghost singing. If you're singing the song of your own demise, that's a dark. That's a dark turn for the final pages of this book to go. Yeah. But look how cute these baby foxes are. Yeah. Oh, now, this is actually not the most disturbing uh, picture in the book. You did not look at the back cover. No, I didn't. If you'll be so kind as to open <sighs> up the book to see the entire jacket. Oh, Suddenly no. there's a scene from the book that is not in the book, but it seems to imply that at some point the duck recovers, the goose escapes, and the fox merrily... Hunts them down and recaptures them. That's awful. I know. Look at them. They think they have a chance. And the owl is just watching like... No, but look at what the owl has. Oh, no. It has a tiny little mouse in its claws. This is indicating to you there will be no survivors. Oh, my god. This is not a book about survivors. I mean, I, I eat meat. And this makes me very sad. Yes, well, goose is greasy and gross, and so is duck. Duck can be prepared, okay. Goose is very hard to prepare. I've never had a good goose. But, uh, poor geese. I can't, okay, I, I, okay. Okay. Anyway. Uh, oh, some background information. Uh, so, uh, Peter Spear. Many, 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 many of books of this man are still in print today. Uh, many, 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 many. Uh, his, he did win a Caldecott Award. It was not for this book. It was for Noah's Ark. Also, uh, a, a, a book of, of great carnage. Um, but it has one detail that everyone remembers. Where Noah has to muck out the stalls on the Ark. Uh, because think about it. If you have an entire Ark full of animals, there's going to be a lot of stall mucking. It's a lot of poo. It's a lot of poo. And uh, it's, it's kind of a detail I appreciate. I'm kind of like, thank you, Peter Spear. Interesting. You understand the logistics. Spear? Spire? Oh, whatever you want to do. Petey boy. I should say, if, if any of you ever want to know how to pronounce a children's author's name, you're actually supposed to go to teachingbooks.net, where all these names have been pronounced correctly, usually by the person themselves. I'm not sure they got to Peter, um, since he died... Well, he didn't die that long ago. I think he died in 2014. Um, so he may have recorded something from, I don't know, maybe. This won its honor in 1962. Uh, it was beaten by Marsha Brown's Once a Mouse. Marsha Brown holds the record for most Caldecott honors and awards. Possibly challenged by David Wiesner at this point, I don't know. Um, anyway, I would, I would contest she didn't need to win that one. She'd already won two trillion times before, but okay. And uh, that brings us to the to the ratings. The ratings time. Re- Look at that lip. Look at that little lower lip. <laughs> you don't even know any geese. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so happy. Yeah, at the back. 
Yeah, goose the back, is, it's still crime. The goose is crime. It is crime. It he knows no, it's not going to get away. I mean, if it just turned around and fought, like a decent goose, <sighs> it could have saved itself. the only way you can get through this book is by putting a cheery little tune on it and just... I don't think you're appreciating how cheery the tune is. Uh, oh, the bucks went out on chilly night. Prayed to the moon to give him light. It's very yes. cheery. The fox went out. On a chilly night. On a chilly night. No, that's not how it goes. You can make it sound really, like, dark and... Prayed. Yeah. Give him light! A couple of you will grease my chin before I leave this town. Oh, town. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna... Well, it could be a Halloween book. I mean, it's, you know, the frost is on the fodder. That's that's true. That's true. Um, it is very... Crosses on the pumpkin. It's beautiful. I like how autumnal it is. Quiet. I like the little touches of the cemetery and, mm-hmm. and the statues and the architecture and the I random... love the details. Random burning lights. I love that we have now have an entire, like, giggle gaggle family. I like the yeah. snarky two owls against the moonlight. <laughs> like tattoo, yes. I... Oh, we're Instagram. But I that really one. don't like this story. You don't like the story? Mm-mm. You don't like the the, the goose uh, possibly being eaten alive? No. In front of a... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh. No. Really? No. Not at all? <laughs> Not even slightly? No. Oh, that's, that's a bummer there. Mm. Yeah. No. I, uh, I... You read this to your kids, huh? I sing it to my kids. Oh, yeah. Cause With you... a joyful grin. Much like the foxes, in fact. <laughs> And I, I get to like a, I get a little like step uh, with my foot while I'm singing, make it really peppy. Yeah, no. Really, really. And peppy. then they don't even feed the kids. Like they just give them scraps. Oh, they give them the bones though. That's There's plenty of meat on those bones. Oh, plenty of meat for oh. eight kids. No, sure. Oh no. Yeah, absolutely. No. Oh no. Okay. No. Well, maybe he goes out every single night, and hunts and brings them back food. And, and brings fine. back bones for them to find in the trash to try and. It doesn't say they didn't eat. It just said the little ones chewed on the bones. It said they never had such a dinner in life. And and then the little ones chewed on... It doesn't say then, but it, but it could be... And then the children chewed on the bones. So it could be that they also partook. It doesn't say they didn't eat. It just says the little ones chewed on the bones. And the little ones chewed on the bones. didn't say they chewed on any sort of meat. Well, they never had such a dinner in life. I think they're talking about everybody. They're not saying mom and dad never had such a dinner in their life. Then the fox and his wife, without any strength, cut the goose. Cut up the goose with a fork and knife. And then they, the family, never had such a dinner in their life. And the little ones subsequently chewed on the bones. I can't believe that you're worried about the children when you're not liking that they ate them in the first place. I just, I can't, I can't, I, I can't. I'm sorry. It's a very pretty book. I love anything autumnal yeah but i cannot so what's your rating only because of the art yeah a four whoa a four i can't make this a classic oh see i'm a 7.5 i'm almost an eight that is almost up. an eight that is screwed almost an eight but screwed up you 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 this you is need a to sing classic. This we, we are now having to rate this a classic because of you. I hope I hope you could. You wanted one that we would differ on. Oh, oh, this and is I'm it. And I'm very positive on this book. Yeah, but I am also aware that it is uh, full of carnage. It is a lot of carnage, but there's no blood, so that's okay. N- no, it's the I circle can't. of life, Kate. I can't. 
Creature eating creature. Gosh, this is a classic. This is a sweet classic! Fancy Happy! Good. Get off my left. Hooray! Okay. Let's celebrate with some letters. Lovely, lovely letters. Oh, we have an array. First up on the Twitter, Stephanie, the third sister, wrote in at first to tell us that the French word for duck was canard, but then we, we got there. Yeah. Eventually. It took us a little it bit. It took us a little bit. Um, she says then, okay, but I do have this for you. Maybe ouac is pronounced whack. Basically, yeah. I found a word that begins O-U-A and got M-W to pronounce it for me, which is Merriam-Webster. Ah. Uh, and she says, uh, so have fun with huabane. I challenge you not to listen to it 53 times like I did, and then she includes the link, which we will include on the show notes, if any of you would like to hear Merriam-Webster pronounce O-U-A-B-A-I-N. Hwabain. Okay. Interesting. All right, so thank you, Stephanie. That's awesome. Let's see here. Josh Funk wrote in, and he says he was a kid... Growing up in the Boston suburbs, I needed nothing more than make way for ducklings. I just assumed that it was a top five classic book for everyone. But it might be just us Bostonians that feel that way. I mean, every bookstore in Massachusetts has at least six copies of both the hardcover and softcover in stock at all time for tourists. Then, as an adult, my kids were gifted with One Morning in Maine, uh, which, as you noted, was rather forgettable and long. And because I read that one first, I never bothered picking up another Sal adventure. Maybe I missed out. Or maybe I'll just read Make Way for Ducklings again. It's fun to rhyme names with Ack. <laughs> He's not wrong. It is fun to rhyme things with Ack. Okay. We could come up with alternate names that weren't used if you want. Oh, and then um, Shadow... Remember Shadow... Yes. Yes. Okay. So she so heard the episode. She came back. Yay! She explained her name. Oh. All right. It's from Mass Effects Shadow Broker. It's Brooke Thrower. But the, but the way yeah but the way she has it is Shadow Broker. <laughs> anyway, it's supposed to be Shadow Broker. Uh, I apologize. Uh, finally, uh, Mom wrote in uh, to say that uh, turtles don't eat duck eggs. They eat baby ducks. Thanks for the nightmares, Mom! Jeez, this episode is just... Baby ducks get eaten by turtles, and everybody gets eaten somewhere. This is the carnage episode, This apparently. is the carnage, the bloodiest. Ugh. The bloodiest of the bloody picture books. Right. We're going to have to have something just with bunnies I next hope, time. I hope PETA's not listening. I'm sure <laughs> they are. All right. Uh, grown-up things we like. You wanna you wanna start us off on that? Okay. Um. So this past weekend, uh, I don't know what you're calling him this week. I'm uh, sorry. You mean our chairman of the council of ministers? There's a reason the, for that. But the chairman and I, yeah, yeah. we uh, <laughs> we we went to a boozy Disney sing along. Yeah. You posted a picture of us dressed up. I put that on the Instagram for this uh, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Fuse 8K on the Instagram. That's right. And you'll see his award-winning costume. He won 200 buckos. And what was he dressed as? Uh, Russell from Up. Oh, and who made that costume for him? Moi. Yeah, and how much work did that take? Uh, well, it wasn't too bad. Are you crazy, me? I 
just like, seemed the work that you put into it. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to please explain. <laughs> All right. So he had like the Boy Scout sash thing, even though they don't call it Boy Scouts and up, they call it whatever, the something Scouts. And then every single teeny tiny, how did you make the badges? Uh, furniture pads. Yeah. And then iron on paper. So you... Yeah. Yeah. And how many of those did you make? Uh, a few dozen. A few dozen. Yeah, well, more than a dozen. I think it was quite a few, which you then adhered to the sash. Yeah. And they never came off. Yeah, that's all right. We split the earnings. So. Okay, well, <laughs> what are you going to spend your $100 on, Kate? Um, it paid for my costume, which the ah. when the guy was going around and, like, putting the wristband on your wrist to see if you would, like, yeah. you know, if he wanted you to be part of the yeah. costume contest, he took one look at me and walked away. See, that's insane because I saw Belle who did get up there and it was like the lamest. I'm sorry, Belle, if you're listening. You were lame. The Beast was good. Oh, he was good. The Beast was great. Um, Yeah, I got it. You had the whole thing going on. I got a picture with the Beast and I said, hey, Beast, can you pick me up just so the caption can read the Beast got the wrong princess. (laughs) Yeah, because he was huge. That guy was like a big guy. Yeah. And then, uh, but then I think she just got in because they just felt they couldn't do Beast without Belle. Yeah, and Belle later told the Beast to take out Russell. (laughs) Our our chairman. To be fair, uh, Russell wouldn't have a chance against the Beast uh, if... I don't know. I mean, in real life, maybe, but in 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 movies... But yeah, yeah. a nine-year-old boy versus a... A beast. 300 pound yeah. beast. Yeah. yeah, probably not. Again, with the carnage. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a theme, man. So yeah, so that was fun. And then this weekend we're going apple picking. So. Oh, we just went apple picking. Oh, nice. And it was delightful. And we only got six donuts and I regretted it instantly. Really? Really wish I'd gotten 12. <laughs> oh. Kind of glad I didn't. I'm just looking forward to the cider. That's my favorite oh, thing about Oh, the cider is good too. Yeah. The cider is good. It's great apple. This is apple picking season, people. Go out, get some apples. Because yes. there are perfect right Support now. Support your not, local farmers. Well, and, and they came out early this year, and it is, now is the time to get them. They yeah. were not overpicked at all. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't wait till October. Yeah, and the premier honey crisp are even out, so. I don't care too I like that your eyes them. crossed yeah. when you did that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my grab things I like, um, two things, uh, both pretty quick. First, there's a new children's bookstore in Evanston, uh, Illinois. Where I live. It's called. It's it's just for kids. It's got a little door for kids, and Aww. it's really fancy, and then a big boring door for grownups. Ugh. And uh, and it's called Booked, and uh, it had a B O O K E D. Yeah, which uh, my husband pointed out makes it sound like a crime bookstore, which would be actually for a crime bookstore. Booked would be a perfect name. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's a children's bookstore, and uh, they had sort of a soft opening today, but they haven't really officially opened. But they're going to be opening officially soon. And y'all need to go there and buy all their books because it's a harsh, cruel world and independent bookstores need all the love that we can possibly give them. And I saw a movie, uh-huh. uh, a grown-up movie, uh, that I, I loved very much. Uh, a black comedy, a very black comedy, a very, very, very dark comedy uh, uh-huh. called The Death of Stalin. Have you seen The Death of Stalin? No. It's got an all-star cast, my friend. See, when you said black comedy, I was thinking, like, Jackie Brown? No, no, like... no, no, no. I guess like, that's just a term that I don't think could be used anymore. So let's yeah. say it's a, it was a very dark comedy, like a Fargo-esque okay. dark comedy, but um, far more violent. Uh, more violent than More Fargo. violent. There really is a carnage theme going on today. And uh, it's called Killing Stalin. No, I'm sorry. It's called The Death of Stalin. And it stars Michael Palin... Jeffrey Tambor, Steve Buscemi, and it has it has my my favorite my 
favoritest actor who plays bad guys of all time. I'm so pleased. He's like front and center on the poster. You'd think he was the star. He is not the star. He's hardly in the movie at all, but I don't care. Jason Isaacs. I love Jason Okay, Lucius Malfoy in the movies. Oh. Yeah. Lucius Malfoy, he was Captain Hook in that one really, really weird version of Peter Pan. Hmm. Um, he is, that's, that's my guy. I love him so much. And he is playing the head of the army. Uh, it is all about when, when Stalin died. And when he died, this did happen. He, everyone was so scared of him, they didn't even want to touch the body. And he had, like, a heart thing, and he would just lay there, basically, for a long time while everyone tried to figure out what to do. And then, of course, all the ministers were trying to figure out who's in charge, and they were trying to backstab each other. And it's simultaneously horrific and, and just really funny. Hmm. Um, and I, I, you, it's very, very satisfying in a horrible, horrible way. And of course, you, as you're watching it, you're kind of like, now I know that Khrushchev becomes in charge at some point because he took his shoe and he hit the thing with it and everyone knows that but I can't figure out how he becomes in charge because there seems to be a lot of finagling going on here and if you've ever wanted to see um evil Michael Palin two thumbs up on evil Michael Palin he's so sweet okay he's so depraved it's <laughs> okay it's what he's Molotov it's great huh like the cocktail you said Steve Buscemi, and I thought of uh, 9-11, because that just passed, and yeah. when 9-11 happened, he used to be a firefighter, and so Aww. he immediately volunteered just day and night with the New York firefighters, which was... I love Steve Buscemi. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. And he's... He if is... you just Googled Steve yeah. Buscemi 9-11, you'll see Aww. pictures of him, like, helping out with his... Uh, Fellow firefighters, yeah. That's great. Chicago did an amazing tribute uh, when I was going to work on the morning, and it was... Yeah, I cried. I definitely yeah. cried. Aww. It was, uh, yeah. That's good. Anyway, that's All what right. I think of when you say Steve Buscemi. That's okay. That's, you know, that's a nice Steve Buscemi thing. I like that. And uh, was also in Fargo, another. There you go. Very, very dark comedy. So there you go. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at FuseKate, that's Fuse underscore Kate, or on Instagram at Fuse8Kate, the 8 is a number. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Givens Kime, and our chairman of the Council of Ministers is Drew Atienza. Fuse8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.